Welcome to AHE Express On The Go, brought to you by the Association for the Healthcare Environment, a professional membership group of the American Hospital Association. Today's podcast features Mark Hodgson, Senior Vice President of Medentech. In this podcast, Mr. Hodgson discusses dry biofilm and what the latest research says about how it affects infection prevention. Please welcome Mark Hodgson. My name is Mark Hodgson. I work for Medentech. Medentech is a manufacturer of disinfectants. Today, I've been asked to talk to you about dry surface biofilm. Most of us are fairly familiar with biofilm, and there's an awful lot of research on bacteria within biofilm, and particularly a multi-drug resistant bacteria within biofilm. But most of that research is done on medical in instruments and medical implants in environments that are typically wet. More recent research, particularly coming out of Australia and founded and run by a lady called Dr. Vickery, has shown that what we perceive as normally dry surfaces also contain biofilm. As much as 90% of materials in a hospital room may have dry biofilm on them not typically observable by the naked eye, but certainly observable if you use an electron microscope. When we look at that biofilm, we find that it contains multiple species of bacteria, often multiple species of drug-resistant bacteria. In fact, up to 53% of the biofilm will contain drug-resistant bacteria. The unfortunate thing is that the majority of the tools we have to clean and disinfect a hospital room are not effective against dry surface biofilm, and particularly the bacteria they contain. The biofilm is nature's way of protecting bacteria. It protects bacteria from the action of sunlight and the impact of dehydration. These are things that would normally result in the death of a bacteria in nature, but when it's growing within the biofilm, the biofilm protects the bacteria. In a hospital room, that biofilm protects from UV light and also from the majority of the disinfectants we typically use. One of the major findings is that even as much as 20,000 parts per million of bleach is not effective against biofilm. Similarly, quats, phenolics, and other non-oxidizing disinfectants are equally ineffective, as is peroxyacetic acid and hydrogen peroxide. The only way to address biofilm, dry surface biofilm, in a hospital room is to use a combination of a surfactant with an oxidizing disinfectant. And what we're seeing now is a number of products coming onto the market with that combination. And our friends at the EPA have developed a test protocol to allow us to make Reg registered claims. At the moment, you can only claim two bacteria, Staphylococcus aureus and Pseudomonas aeruginosa. However, in the future, there will be additional bacteria added to that list, and we hope we expand the types of biofilm. At the moment, the claims can only be made against wet biofilm. One of the other more recent key findings is that bacteria within dry surface biofilms 
do not stay in those dry surface biofilms. And in a recent experiment, we tested uh, the finger of uh, one of our lab technicians. The finger was placed onto a lab-grown dry, dry biofilm. We then transferred from that finger onto multiple agar plates, demonstrating that up to 19 times we could transfer an infectious dose of Staphylococcus aureus. We repeated the experiment using a gloved finger and discovered that nitrile gloves are just as effective at bare, as bare skin at transferring bacteria. The one glove that uh, actually reduced the amount of transfer was actually latex, which is a bit unfortunate, uh, as most hospitals no longer allow latex gloves. But the bottom line is that the bacteria that are living within these dry surface biofilms can be transferred from the surface to a patient, putting that patient at risk of a hospital-acquired infection. And as stated, unfortunately, too many of our disinfectants are not effective in removing that dry surface biofilm. We would certainly recommend that as a professional, you should consult your um, disinfectants supplier or manufacturer and ask them if their product is effective against dry surface biofilm and if it is registered as effective with the EPA. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to AHE Express on the go and visit ahe.org for additional education opportunities free to our members. If you enjoyed the podcast, please see other great speakers like this at AHE's Exchange 2019 Conference in San Antonio, Texas, August 21st through the 24th.